LinkedIn, we are going to fire up your Monday. With Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. I am Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively. See us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready. Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro, who went from being shy and introverted to the Master Connector. All right, LinkedIn, you know what time it is. Like, share, shout out your city and state. We want your questions. We want your comments. Where are you viewing from? Post them in the chat. We are excited to have this conversation with you today. Is it who you know or what you know or some combination of there? And we're going to get deep into the conversation. We have a great, great expert panel lined up for you. But without further ado, I'm going to introduce the master connector himself, Mr. Steve Spiro. Steve Spiro is a martial arts black belt and a master networker. He has moved from being a shy, introverted kid to the master connector he is today. Steve Spiro began his business career by starting an advertising company in NYC. He had an incredibly fulfilling career and experience in advertising and marketing, but eventually pivoted to the technology industry. Today, he's a certified customer communications consultant with Quadient, where he consults and mentors companies to help them find more effective ways to connect with their customers. Steve Spiro believes in the power of mentorship, growing oneself through self-development and continuing to create meaningful connections through building a large network. Welcome to the stage, the master connector himself, Mr. Steve Spiro. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate uh, you, Cameron, being on the show, the, the uh, Wizard of Oz behind the curtain doing all the magic you do. Uh, so, hey, folks, it's Steve Spiro, the master connector, coming at you live and direct here. Cameron and I really appreciate you tuning in. We're here every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. We come at you with engaging content on how you too can be a master connector. Um, so, so during the, this master connection series, each week we, our goal is to gather subject matter experts to impart their wisdom on us. Welcome to the show. Cameron and I are blessed to have, I, I'm very blessed to have my co-host Cameron here. Cameron Toth is the host and founder of BizDev Live. Cameron Toth founded Events Toth Staffing on 2011. Toth Event Staffing is a hospitality company providing staff to caterers, cafeterias, and catering companies in Westchester, New York, and New York City. BizDevLive was founded in 2020 and is a weekly show that airs on multiple platforms, including here on LinkedIn, Mondays through Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern. BizDevLive takes Cameron entrepreneurship experience and combines it with his passion for helping young people and business-minded professionals. Cameron Toth's mission in life is increasing access to education and opportunity for all people. So please bring back to the stage. He's already on the stage, I'm sure. <laughs> the man behind this behind the curtain is the camera toast. Hey, thanks a lot. And I really want to encourage our audience. Thank you so much, Steve. Really appreciative for everything that you do and bringing 
our amazing panel because he is the master connector and brings all of the talent to the show. Thank you so much for what you do. I uh, want to shout out our audience members. We started real early today with some questions. Uh, what I'm not seeing is where are you tuning in from? Where are you viewing it? We always love hearing where you're from. And I feel like it, it, it provides some context to other people that are tuning in. Let us know where you're tuning in. So Brian Dietrich, let us know where you're tuning in from. He answered this question, right? Question for audience. Do you feel you have the right people in your audience? Thank you for playing along. Your comments, your questions help us deliver value on this show. So thanks so much for, for getting in here. Brian says no. All right, we're going to help out with that. Uh, Trevor Houston, who you know show. If you don't know, now you know. If you haven't been exposed to Trevor before, you got to check him out. I love his show. Uh, he's on with us today. We're going to introduce him in just a moment. Uh, Michelle Hecht, Cameron Toth, I'd say yes. It took a long time to know before I started making changes. Uh, we can get the streamyard.com uh, forward slash Facebook. We can see your face and information. I'll put that link in the chat. So anybody that's uh, uh, posting, we can actually see you on here. Michelle. Thank you for your comments. Marquise, I would say no, I do not have the right people. However, I think most of the relationships I do have are uplifting. Trevor's checking in from Dallas, Texas. I'm hanging out in Winston-Salem, uh, North Carolina. We'll get the, who that is in a moment. Brian's checking in from Lubbock, Texas. Zach Casey from Washington, D.C. Michelle from Northern New Jersey. Oh, man. And David Satterley checking in from Iowa, USA. Thank you so much for checking in from where the tall corn grows. We love you. Thank you for being here. All right. We're going to get into our awesome, amazing panelists. I'm going to go over, fly this camera right over to Michelle Griffin and talk a little bit about who she is. Michelle Griffin is an international brand strategist and marketing PR consultant and coach who's devoted her career to connecting people and building brands. With more than 20 years in marketing and PR and corporate agency and professional association roles, She's the founder of a personal branding and thought leadership consultancy, Brand Authority. As a brand strategist, she works with B2B executives, business to business executives, and entrepreneurs to leverage and position their expertise for greater awareness, authority, and endless business opportunities. Michelle is certified personal brand strategist and holds numerous industry certifications in digital marketing, content marketing, email marketing, conversion copywriting, and social media. That is why she is one of our expert guests today. Welcome to the stage, the marvelous, marvelous Michelle Griffin. Thanks so much for being on the show. Um, thank you so much to be here. Connection is like, should be my middle word. So I'm thrilled to be here and spread the love and all that good stuff with you guys today. Thank you so much. We're going to fly the camera over to Mr. Teddy Burris. So, and am I saying that right, Teddy? Teddy Burris? All right. Teddy Burris. Teddy and his wife started their business in 2009, and today they serve corporate teams, individuals, and job seekers in the best practices of using LinkedIn as a business tool. Teddy Burris delivers corporate training programs, one-to-one -one coaching, public webinars, and private mastermind groups using LinkedIn as a business tool. Teddy also donates time every week to help job seekers and veterans in their journeys. Welcome to the show, the tenacious Teddy Burris. Thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, thanks for being with us. All right, we're going to fly this camera right over to Mr. Trevor Houston, the Who You Know Show, host of the Who You Know Job Networking Show. Trevor uses his networking strategies to build a community of leaders, empowering job seekers, entrepreneurs, and business owners to follow their passion and embrace being uncomfortable. 
Recently featured in Forbes, Trevor was recognized for his job search Trojan horse strategy that helps job seekers infiltrate the hiring process and close the deal. Welcome to the stage, the trendy and tremendous Trevor Houston. Hey, what's going on? Appreciate you guys having me. All right, we're going to jump right into this. So, Steve, we got an amazing, amazing panel that you've assembled today. We got some great questions to jump into. Do you believe it's all about who you know and why? Steve, get us started off. My expert panelists, let me know in the private chat who wants to jump in on next. Do you believe it's all about who you know and why? And for all of folks watching, we want to hear from you. Uh, I'll be throwing your comments on the screen. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. You are much a part of this show as the people on here. So we want to hear your comments, your questions. Go ahead, Steve. Absolutely. Well, again, uh, I am super pumped to have all you amazing panelists on the show and welcome to everyone tuning in. Super excited to be here today. This could be an amazing show. I believe one of our best shows ever, if not the best. So uh, stay stay tuned all the way through if you can. Jump in and out. I know some of you guys are at work, so no worries. Uh, love having you on, even if it's for like five, 10 minutes. But uh, we hope to inspire you and 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 add value to your life and hopefully make uh, make things better for you. And in an amazing way. So, but yeah, so listen, you know, one of the things you, we all heard is you know, hard work is the key to success, you know, work hard, you'll make it. And and I've learned that, you know, it's, it's not about what you know, it's not about your work ethic per se, it's about the people you surround yourself with, right? Uh, I heard it said years ago, one of my favorite books, you guys have heard me talk about it, you know, where you are in life is based on the books you read and the people you associate with, right? So who are you associate with? right? The team you've assembled, whether it's a team for business, whether it's a networking team, whether it's a team of people that you just, uh, you know, spend a lot of time with, super important, who you associate with. Another great book that I, as you can tell, I'm a big reader, uh, or I should say Audible listener, uh, Learning Disabled Dyslexic. The book reading was hard for me, but thank God for Audible. Um, but uh, it, it's the who, not the how it, book. It's a great book. So I highly recommend that book. But it's, again, who do you associate with and is your life better, right? Take a look at the amount of people, you know, who you, your top five people you spend the most time with. Look at what you've accomplished in your life and where you are right now. And you, you, if you average out what, what they've accomplished and their net worth, you'll notice that you're probably right on the average right there. So elevate. I always say this. If I'm in the wrong, if I'm in a room where I'm the smartest guy, I'm in the wrong room. Right. That's why I love having these amazing Teddy and Trevor and, and Michelle on with us and Cameron, of course, as well. He always makes me better because I want to be around great people. So anyway, I, I'm loving to hear what all the other amazing panelists have to say. So I'll turn it back to you, Cam. Absolutely. So I know Michelle wanted to jump in. And Teddy, did you want to jump in as well? All right. So, Michelle, go ahead and then we'll go over to Teddy. Go ahead, Michelle. Absolutely agree with you. A hundred percent. But I wanted to throw in a, one more addition. I want to layer on top of that. It's not what you know so much. It's um, who knows you um, or who you know. But I want to add who knows you. We need to add visibility because that adds to us. Visibility for all the right reasons can be a force for good. So the more people know you, the more people who you know is collectively together going to just expedite, amplify, and help us connect with more people, bring change, and bring growth for everyone. So I just want to layer that in. That's my background. So I not going to disagree with you. I'm going to add more to the conversation. So that's what I want to add. I'd love to dissect and talk about this more, but let's go to Teddy. 
I love this. And, and guys, we're not afraid of opposing views here. And if you're in the audience, you're watching this and you're like, no, it's absolutely what I know. The who I know this, we want to hear that as well, because that is what this show is about. We're about connecting. We're about networking. And we're about getting this information so that we know how to do these things better. Go ahead, Teddy. Yeah. So I'm uh, uh, Michelle. I'm going to echo what you just offered as the add on to the statement. It's not who you know, it's who knows you trust, respects, likes you. And how do we get there? It's all about we have to put ourselves out there with be publicly present everywhere we should be. And that's a big caveat there should be. But it's also about giving. The more you give, the more you're willing to help someone, the more you're willing to show people that you care, they will start caring more for you and people you don't even, you haven't even talked to in years. Her name is Suzanne Wallace. Suzanne Wallace introduced me to a guy today. I haven't talked to Suzanne in years, but I believe that she trusts, respects, and likes me because of the way I've engaged with her. So good conversation. Thanks for letting me add that piece. Love it. We're going to fly right over to Trevor, who you know, Houston. Uh, yeah, so uh, I get to ask this question all the time. That's the name of my show. It's the Who You Know Job Networking Show. And uh, I get to ask some very, very successful people. And I and I always start the question is like, think about your success, your journey in, in your career or your business. What do you feel is more important, what you know or who you know? And I would say 99% of the time, it's it's the who you know piece because you can have anything you want in life if you are able to help other people get what they want. So um, to really, uh, Teddy's point, right, giving, that's about relationship building. When you're building relationships, it's about giving. And if you can help people to get what they want, right, they will help you get what you want, right? And so uh, I think... Um, can't remember it was put like this one time i think they said if you want to make a million dollars help a million people if you want to make a million a billion dollars help a billion people and the whole point there is just about serving and if you can serve people you know good things will happen people will start to open doors but i also want to echo what michelle was saying which is um it is also about who who knows you right and if nobody knows you exist if you don't have visibility if if no one uh if no one knows you no one flows you okay so you're not going to really not really go anywhere if nobody knows you exist so i think that's super important too i'll be the first person to say you got to build that no like and trust factor which i think is exactly what michelle sort of started us off on is it's it's great if people know you but do they trust you do they like you do they want to work with you right is that is that what you're building up I, I love that um we have this next question right uh what do you do regularly to have the right people in your life steve get us started on this and then let me know in the in the private chat guys who wants to jump in on this next and and for my audience here our audience that are checking in our community here what are you doing regularly to have the right people in your life because i think people are going to have some different strategies around this right go ahead steve absolutely and, I, and i'm definitely curious to hear what everyone has to say and and trevor i mean everyone nailed it right teddy phenomenal michelle i love that perspective it's it's not who you know but who knows you i love that and i agree with that 100 percent and Trevor stealing the Zig Ziglar quote, right? You want to help enough people, and I don't mean steal. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, you, we all borrow the great stuff from greats like that. You got the head nodding going yeah, on, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, but uh, if you help enough people get in, in life what they want, you'll get what you want in life. So it's it's phenomenal and absolutely 100. Uh, percent 
Um, so, hey, so for me, you know, there's, there's a fine line balance, right? We could be very protective about who we surround ourselves with, and that could be limiting, right? So I am, as, as you can see on the screen, I am the master connector, they call me, right? And, and I, so I like to open up my network to talk to people. And I, you know, I, because I, you don't know who you, you don't know who you don't know, right? And you don't know who you're going to come across, across. So I like to use social media. I like to use networking. Uh, Cameron and I are a big part of Master Networks. Uh, I've, I attend other, I come as guests and attend other networking groups. I think it's tremendous opportunity to connect with people that way. Um, I do, uh, now that things are starting to maybe reopen up again and I'm past COVID, you know, I'll be back to doing some live networking events in person. Um, but, you know, LinkedIn is a great one for me personally, where I'm able to connect with people. And, and listen, if I feel there's synergy and I feel like they, that we can add value for each other, they're going to be part of my community, part of my network. And I believe that's a great way to kind of continue to add value is grow your network, but be selective, right? I'm never going to be nasty with anyone. I'm never going to just shut people down, but I'll know that if, if that person, if I really feel there's great value, uh, I want to collaborate with them. I want to do something with them. I want them in, in my life. And, and I believe each and every one of the, of the, of the guests here, um, you know, I had conversations with, you know, one-off conversations with, it wasn't just, you know, Hey, I'm going to invite you on the show. Right. Because, and, and in those conversations, it was clear to me that the people that, that I just spoke with, and in this case, you know, Teddy, Trevor and Michelle, I want to add value. These are great people with incredible value and I want to have them somehow be in my network. So yeah, this is one piece of it is having them, you know, you guys on our show, but hey, looking to continue to add value in some way or another. So that's what I do is use social media, use networking to continue to grow, but be selective and, and, and you know, and discerning about who do I want to spend more time with. I love that. And we got some great comments coming in. Michelle Huck says boundaries are game changers. Uh, I think there's some definite things that we can throw into the conversation here. Yes, uh, Laura Ramsey says invest in relationships and make deposits to move the relationship to the next stage of no like trust funnel. Love that. Uh, Matt Hadley says, I found that those that serve the most people are the most uh, successful people. And that uh, brings one of our other guests to mind, Mr. Bob Berg. Uh, author of The Go-Giver, right? Uh, Brian says, and I think this is something that is is an integral part of today's conversation. Brian Swedes Dietrich says, definitely agree with those, the who you know part, but you have to have some level of competence. So I know we'll, we'll come back around on this for everybody, but do you do how much do you need to know, right? You know, to to make sure that, and I think that's a really important part of the game, but um, I also know that we're going to be talking about, well, who knows that you know what, right? So that's that's a big part of the puzzle. Uh, please, uh, Teddy, jump in. Yeah, so this is a great conversation. You know, you, you have to have tactics. You have to do the things that you know will move you forward in your life, your business, your career, your community. And in the context of having the right people in my life, though, I, I wrote down, scribbled down four things to float around my head. First of all, you need to know who they are. Who are the right people? What's their roles? What's their industry? What's their business? And what region? Uh, basically, we call this in marketing, who's your target audience? You need to know who your target audience is in life, business, career, and community. The second thing is you have to engage with the right people. Social media lets me engage with the world, but there's not enough time, nor is there any real purpose in engaging with the entire world. Focus on your most important viewer, your target audience. The third thing I, I, I in my mind was, 
If I'm trying to get to the right people, then instead of me searching the internet and hoping I find the right people, let me ask the right people that I already know to introduce me to more people who are the right people that I want to get to know. And the last point I wrote up is show, wrote down is show up where the right people hang out, be in the right places, be in the right buildings, be in the right alleys, whatever the answer is, be in the right places to meet the right people. Love it. Flying over to Michelle. Go ahead, Michelle. Well, you just pretty much summed up some of the parts, what I was going to say from a brand's perspective. I couldn't agree more. We have to know a, who we're going to be and who we are for, right? And the problem we solve, and that really defines where we need to show up and know where they are. And in today's age, of course, we're all here on LinkedIn. I personally use LinkedIn to practice two laws. Um, I'm coining this, um, we've heard of the law of attraction. The second one is the law of reciprocity, which I'll tell you about is what I practice. I'm just gonna coin this the law of connection. The more you connect, the more you grow, the more you give. But on LinkedIn is, and in Clubhouse is where I personally myself go and in the right areas, just like you said, find those people, connect with them, give them something. I show up and just give them myself. And then through that, I'm here to make a change and we have a connection and we grow from there. I think that's how I met you, Steve, right? I mean, we just found each other on LinkedIn and look, yep. because I met you, Steve, I'm now connected with the rest of these amazing people here. See the power of connection. Just, it's just amazing. So the, it, it's really kind of like the power of uh, the law of reciprocity and the law of attraction too. So um, that's how I do it. And then putting content out there. When you're giving yourself, how do we do that to build that trust is content. Content is giving of yourself, sharing your expertise to help more people. And then you find those people and then it just blossoms. So that's just a little nut uh, nugget right there. I'm going to pass it on to you. Love it. All right. We're flying over to Mr. Trevor Houston. Go ahead. Well, I was actually just going to add something in. I, I think that this is a piece of the conversation that gets lost. Um, all of us here on this call, I would assume, are all either in some form of sales, business owners, entrepreneurs, right? And so we we get it, right? We understand that relationship building, that no like, and trust factor, like we kind of understand that. But where I think it gets lost is for the person who's, you know, sitting behind a computer, you know, in corporate America, in a cubicle, maybe they do IT or whatever. Like they just, they, they got a, a corporate salary. They're just, you know, they're just at work. Right. Um, I think that's where it gets lost. They don't necessarily understand the importance of networking. Why would they need to network? Why would they need to build relationships? Well, if you're doing what we're talking about, which is becoming visible, you know, putting your content strategy out there, building your brand, if you're doing that, opportunities are going to start to come to you, right? That will advance your career. Your bosses are going to start to see it, right? You may get advancement opportunities where you are, or you may get somebody that reaches out to you and says, hey, I'm noticing what you're doing. You start to become a thought leader and they see you and they view you as a thought leader and not just an employee. Right. And so over time, you know, you, you, you're going to get opportunities that come out of nowhere. Right. And so but, but but if you don't, if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't become visible, if you don't uh, create content and do all these things and build your brand like we're talking about, well, then you'll just be stuck. And then when you need a job, right, if you get let go by that company, if you get fired or let go or furloughed, then you're going to be thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to build my network. I need to build my network. I need to build my network. It'll be too late. 
it's too late then. So that's my two cents on it. I think that people need to be doing this proactively throughout their entire career, whether in, they're in sales or not, they need to be doing this stuff. And I know we've talked about it before, but you know, you, you have a savings, you have a savings account for your money. And if you don't, you know, if you're not taking some money and saving it, right? The 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 quote that's often attributed to Benjamin Franklin, a penny saved is a penny earned. If you're not holding on to the people and building that account, right? You're, 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 you're just not doing yourself a service. I know one of the things, if I was talking to my younger self, one of the biggest things I would tell myself is save that money. And I think the next thing um, would be save, save those, you know, make sure you, you're hold on to those people. You don't let them go because you never know when a good connection is not only going to help be helpful to you, but somebody else that's important, special, or just somebody that, that needs it uh, in your life. That's how you can help people by introducing people to each other. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to do. Um, I know uh, Teddy wanted to jump in with a, with a great story about yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I get it. I'm Cameron, I'm with you, man. Dig your well, and, and Trevor, dig your well before you're thirsty. It's critical. You know, mm -hmm. a story a story I have that uh, a lady uh, came to me one day and says, Teddy, I'm struggling to grow my business, and I'm not real sure what to do. And I said, well, go find people that you haven't talked with yet who are related to your business. And she came back to me and said, well, I've met this guy. He's in another state halfway across the country. And she, I said, well, call him up and have a conversation with him. And she called him up and had a conversation and it was so relevant that she uh, flew out to see him and uh, fast forward almost six years, those two got together and built a business based on her business model and his business model. And they have a thriving business. And the point was she wasn't afraid. She was at first, but I helped her get past the fear of having a conversation with someone and uncovered an absolutely fabulous opportunity. Do not be afraid to get into a conversation. Of that, and I want to hear some more stories from from our panel here. You know, can you tell us some stories and how having the right person in your life has benefited you and your business? So Teddy just told a great story about a woman that she knows, uh, Michelle, uh, Trevor, Steve. You want to tell us a story about? having the right person in your life that benefited you or your business? Yeah, I, I, I could start off. And, and I, I wanted to just mention one thing, and it kind of relates to this particular question. And number one, I want to I say, and everyone's mentioned it, right? So you want to attract the right people. You want to make sure you have the right people in your life. And yes, but the question that you need to ask yourself is, are you the right person in order for you to attract the right person? Okay. So what does that mean? Well, you need to always be growing and investing in you. Okay. That's, I'm a huge self-development guy. I believe that pretty much everyone on this call, I believe from, from, from my conversations, each of you are. So, so I'm preaching to the choir to you folks, but on to our viewers, are you always growing? Right? Cause you can't pour from an empty glass. You have to fill your glass to overflowing. So now you could give to others. Right? So, you know, Growing you, right? You know, whether it's reading, whether it's listening to podcasts, whether it's getting around at different conferences, always growing you is growing your network, right? So I feel like having a large network is a great asset that I, for the right people, I can offer that up somehow, right? So so make sure you're always growing and, and making sure you're adding value. Now, to answer your question, Cameron, 
I mean, there's been a lot of incredible people that have come in my life. And those who know me know that, you know, I've been blessed to have someone come into my life quite a few years back who became a mentor to me. And that relationship has been transformative, right? Uh, I was shy, introverted, picked on, bullied, learning, disabled, dyslexic, very low self-esteem for a lot of years. And, and because of that mentoring relationship and that mentoring relationship got me on a path to self-development. It got me on a path of, of being able to maybe be more open and networking. And, and all those things allowed me to become a better version of myself. So I'm not going to say it was, it was the, the, the person that I'm referring to. He's very private, so I'm going to keep his name out. But I, it's not necessarily that person per se, but that person that challenged me in a good way to really get above and beyond myself, to get out of that self-focused kind of person that I was for years and to be try to be more other focused and selfless instead of selfish, right? And so, so that was an incredible piece. So, if you for those listening, if you don't have someone in your life, I recommend highly get someone in your life, a mentor in your life, someone who who maybe has been there, done it. They've got the fruit on the tree. They they've got some. They've they've accomplished things that you're looking to accomplish in your life. And if you don't have one, get one because that's been incredibly transformative for me. I'll pass it back to you, sir. Absolutely. And so, uh, Trevor, I know you wanted to jump in with a story. And, and just before you do, I'll just say this. I know for a lot of people that professionally, if you share my story, it's meeting that right business connection for my business. I have a, a staffing company and meeting the right person, doing business with the right person and just hanging on, treating them respectfully. Those relationships, you never know when the, the right one is. But as you're building these and you're open to them, I mean, that relationship has turned into hundreds of thousands of dollars of business. So it's just one of those things that you, you, you just don't know. And by building that network, you, you can really create these relationships where not only they're able to work with you, but introduce you to others. And it's a wonderful thing. Go ahead, Trevor. I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's all about planting seeds. And you said you don't know where it's going to come from. You, you're not always sure, you know, what kind of harvest is going to come. But if you're just constantly planting seeds, planting seeds, you'll be shocked at, at the result. And um, sometimes you don't even know the impact that you're having. I want to frame up a a story. So um, I was putting out content. um, This was a couple years back and I was making these daily videos and I I did a series and I did this uh, uh, series of videos and I was putting them out there. And uh, there was somebody who had been watching my videos but they never commented or, or and never liked. Okay. So I call this a window shopper. Okay. What you don't realize is, you know, we are always so focused on the likes and the comments. Like that's where we're always so focused. But what you don't realize is the impact you're having on those who don't like and comment. Okay. And so there was a person that when I actually stopped making the videos, that's when they reached out to me. And it was a lady and she reached out and she was like, Trevor, why did you stop? Why did you stop? And I was like, well, I got busy. I got this. I got that, whatever. I had all the excuses in the world. And she said, what you don't realize is that I've been following you and your videos have been so inspirational to to me. Um, Kept me from committing suicide. Right. She told me that, that there was one video that I had made that that really spoke to her that in that moment prevented her from taking that next step. And I was thrown back by that. The impact 
that you have that you, you don't even realize you're having in other people's lives when you put yourself out there is just crazy. So don't forget the window shoppers, guys. Don't be so focused on, oh, I only got five likes. I only got five comments. Like, don't worry about that stuff. Okay. Just make sure you're putting your best foot forward and you're putting your best content out there and you're you're doing your best to to serve others and, and you're planting seeds and the rest will happen. And another quick story, I won't take too long. Another quick story was um, there was a person that I had been serving. Um, she was in the job search. I had reached out to help her and, and, and serve her in the ways that we do. Um, but she landed before I was ever even able to help her. So she got a job really quickly. And but she remembered it. She remembered it. And years later, uh, she was became a decision maker uh, at, a, at a university and ended up putting a really big, large deal in front of me. And I ended up, you know, working with a with a big university. And but it's because she remembered that I I tried to help her. I, I didn't even get to help her. She landed a job before, you know, before I was even able to help her. But she remembered that I tried. So, guys, it's all about planting seeds, and you just never know the impact that you're having in someone else's life. So that's what I had to share. I oh, love it, Trevor. And I, such such a powerful story. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's something that, you know, for me, putting a whole bunch of uh, episodes out of, of BizDev Live, it, it, my, my recommendation to anybody that's starting down that video journey, it can feel like you're just speaking into the abyss and there's nothing in, but knowing if you're passionate about what you do, you know, you're having an impact, you know, absolutely. will have an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michelle, I know you wanted to jump in. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah. Well, it's hard to <laughs> come after that amazing story by Trevor. Uh, thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, getting back to the just, I want to bring another element to this and connections are huge. And I like to frame this, you know, in my branding with my work is like, let's do our community and our community are not only just the people we serve, we share and support, but also our partners and our collaborators. And yes, we need and should have mentors, but someone, one of the comments was, was how do you do that? Well, before you can even find a mentor, you, and this is my business mantra, and you'll see it behind me, put yourself out there, which is easier said than done. Totally get it. But here's the thing. We got to get out of our comfort zones to go to the growth zone. And how we do that is we take the people along with us. Now, before you can find those people, the mentor, they need to know you. Find someone who is going and being at the same level as you. You're going to grow together. We're going to share. You can. I have actually a really good friend I met in the LinkedIn comments um, back in December. We have grown our business together. We collaborate. We partnership. And she has my back. I have hers. And we are just constantly growing and high-fiving each other and giving each other pep talks too. It's not all glory, right? So I do agree you need a coach, you need a mentor, but also you need a collaborator or a partner, someone who is doing that journey with you because that is going to help you grow too. So that was another aspect. I wanted to bring into this mix. Back to you, Cameron. No, no, that's that's amazing. Steve, I know you wanted to jump in with another story here. Yeah, well, you know, I, I mean, one great example, and I don't know if this will come across self-serving, is our relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, so a small, so so I had left the, the traditional networking world. I did uh, another organization, it begins with a B. And it served its purpose. It got me into networking. It was a great foundational aspect, but I had kind of been done with it. And, and I was utilizing pretty much LinkedIn was my networking uh, as well as the world as my networking event. I started to just randomly talk to people and 
and just, uh, you know, using, you know, being at a gas pump and, you know, being at a supermarket, I just talked to people and that was my networking and, and it was great. And a good friend of mine, Rob Genovese, uh, known for over 20 years, calls me up one day and um, I, actually, I don't remember. We, we had reconnected on, on a couple things and he said, hey, you know, I, I, would you, would you want to come to a networking group? And, you know, he's a great guy. And because of connection, because of he's an ad value guy, I said, you know what, I'll come. And it was a little out of the way. And, and from that connection, I got introduced. It was a smallish group, wasn't like 50 to 100, but really, really good group. And Cameron was one of those people. And, and uh, there was a guy named Chris and, and, and quite a few people that I wound up uh, creating some really great relationships with. But through that relationship, Cameron and I met, and this is before we went to Zoom. So it was a physical meeting. And, and then we had a, a follow-up meeting, I believe it was on a phone call or Zoom. Yeah. And, and, and then eventually... You know, when when LinkedIn Live and you guys, some of you now know the story, I, I I just for kicks and giggles put my application on LinkedIn Live thinking, ah, what, you just put it in. And I got approved. I'm like, oh, my gosh, now what the heck am I going to do with this? I'm completely over my head and speaking on Cameron. And be, be, so because of that relationship, because of that small, thin line, that thin threat, Rob in, invites me to a networking meeting. I meet some cool people. I meet Cameron. Um, and here we are having a show. And. I'm completely stretched uh, out of my comfort zone. I think, uh, Michelle, you may have mentioned being out of your comfort zone, but it's phenomenal and it's tremendous. And I'm getting to meet some incredible people that I probably would like Trevor and you, and you Michelle and, and Teddy, like people I probably would have never reached out to if it wasn't for having a show, because maybe I would have said, you know what, I don't know how can, but you know what, now that we're looking for great people to speak, I'm, I'm stretched. And I'm getting to meet some really cool people like you fit fine folks. So that just wanted to add that uh, as well. And we have some master networkers checking in. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Stephanie Bellapato and Maggie Carey in, in the comments here, uh, chiming in about, about our folks right here. And absolutely right. I think, and I, I saw some head nods with from Teddy and Trevor and Michelle, you know, being open to networking. I know for me going to association events in the past and you go into that like cocktail hour and you're, supposed to go around and, and, and meet people. It's a very intimidating thing for me. Uh, I don't know about everybody. I see Trevor's face right there. But it's a very intimidating thing. But pushing yourself to do that uh, and putting yourself out there. I know when I was starting my business, Toth Event Staffing, the uh, attention and the level of respect given to me by people within my industry for being a part of association and being at those no networking events and participating it just leveled me up. And so being open to those kinds of experiences and opportunity is definitely the thing that increases who you know and who knows you and starts building that no like trust piece um, in a big, 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 big ways. Uh, Trevor, I know you wanted to jump in. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to add to what uh, Steve was talking about, about doing this show, right? Um, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, having a show and and you know putting a piece of content out out there like a podcast is a great great way to build relationships like i've made some of the best connections who have helped me to elevate my business and my life and just like people that you're doing life with i'm telling you from my show i've met some just amazing amazing people um shout out to amelia antonetti shout out to glenn lundy so uh i'm now because of some of the relationships I built, 
Now I'm on um, uh, Clubhouse on Breakfast with Champions. I have a segment there where I host, uh, which is soon to be, mark my words, uh, the number one podcast in the world. We're, we're, on, we're on that track right now. And I'm, I'm telling you, these, these opportunities, and it all came from the show. It came from just having a show and networking and bringing people on and adding value into their life and they add value into yours. And you just create relationships uh, super fast when you have a platform. Like it, it, it creates an environment to expedite the relationship building. And so I just, I think everybody should have one. I don't know why anybody wouldn't have one. I even teach job seekers like, hey, you need, you need to have your own podcast. <laughs> like, why not? Um, so anyways, that's just my two cents. I think it's a great way to expedite relationships. No, it's great. And that's, that's our next question here. Um, I know Teddy wants to jump in and get into this, but that's the next question here is what, what can our viewers do, right? How can they grow their positive, impactful and influential people that they're, they're connected with? And I think you named, you know, one great strategy is figure it out. And I know, you know, maybe doing a show exactly like this isn't for everybody. Maybe it's a podcast that's audio only. Maybe you're, you call people up and interview them for a news article. There's lots of different ways to play this game, guys. And there's a way for you to fit in that works really well for your industry and what you do. Uh, there was comments uh, before about people talking about networking while you're at the job before you lose the job or want to transition out of the job. Just because you're in a in a great place right now doesn't mean doing something like this. And in fact, you know, going back to, to Teddy's comment, dig the well before you're thirsty, right? If you're if you're really good where you are right now, this is probably the perfect time. And maybe you're not in a place you're you're struggling, you're getting over something. When you do get comfortable, remember back at this time, you don't want to be back there again. Start up start up your vehicle. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a show on LinkedIn. Maybe it's a show on you on YouTube. Really, really good stuff. All right. Um, Go ahead, Teddy. I know you want to jump in. All right. So look, on that question, you know, what can people do now to start growing their network with impactful people and influential people, people who can help them in lots of different ways? Remember, networking is not just about business. It's about life, career, community, um, uh, life, career, business, and community, all, all aspects of our life. So one thing you can do now, and I'm with Trevor, start making noise. But the noise has got to be relevant. It's got to be useful. It's got to be helpful. Uh, it's got to be honest and engaging. Do something. If you want to write, write and just keep writing. Little, little short articles or you don't need to write a book. I've, I've written two books. and a lot of work, but I love the result of my two books. If you like the video, then get in front of the camera and stare at the white dot and talk to your target audience and produce little short videos. Noise is important. As long as noise is transparent, relevant, useful, honest, engaging, exciting, educational, and it can absolutely propel your life, your career, your business, your community, and it can get the right people to discover you. So I, I implore anywhere to have a show. I've got my a Wednesday show I do every week, and we're at week 75 now, and it is absolutely a blessing to be a part of it. But it's the style that works for me. So choose a noise style of good noise that works for you and start doing it. Love that. Love that. All right, uh, Trevor. I know you want to jump in, Michelle. I'm not sure if you, you're having trouble. Are, are you you want to jump in after Trevor? Just get that yeah. in. I see the head nod there. Yeah. I'm going to assume yes. All right, yeah. go ahead, Trevor. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, uh, to that point about you know making noise and stuff like that. Well, there is a lot of noise out there. 
right? There is there are so many podcasts, there are so many shows, like especially since COVID, that's amplified. Like everybody's got a podcast or a show or what have you. Um, I also feel like uh, I, I love what you said about being relevant, right? But also don't forget the entertainment value. Like people want to be entertained. People want to have fun. And if you can make people smile and laugh or feel a certain type of emotion, I feel like there's a lot of people out there right now that are just talking. And you hear a lot of the same things over and over. And over. Like I hear it all day long, especially because I'm in Clubhouse and we do a lot of stuff there. There's so many thought leaders right now. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's a thought leader, right? And everybody has, they're just talking. And it's like, but what are you doing that's different? I heard you say this same thing that this these other 10 people just said the same thing. How, how are you making me feel, though, right? Uh, what's that Maya Angelou? She said, uh, people won't care uh, what you did or, 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 or what you said. They'll care about how you make them feel. They won't remember what you did or what you said, but they'll remember how you make them feel. So how are you making people feel at the end of the day? Are you making them feel encouraged, lifted up? Are you making them laugh and smile? Are you making them cry? Why do we go to the movies? We go to be entertained, to feel an emotion, right? At the end of the day, we're emotional creatures. So if you can add that into your show or your, your podcast or whatever you're doing, I promise you, you're going to see results uh, above and beyond the next guy because he's just talking. You know what I'm saying? The next guy's just talking. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. I love that. And we, we got some great comments from the audience. Uh, Michelle hacked and, and people just reverberating around the uh, Maya Angelou quote of people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but people will never forget the way you made them feel. Uh, we got uh, Michelle Hack saying uh, she was afraid to get that tattoo. People get that tattoo on them. Right? That kind of thing. Um, but I also want to say something, just going back on what you were saying, Trevor, the idea that when we're doing this, when you're doing a show like this, it can feel like, oh, man, everybody's got a show. Everybody's got a podcast. But the actual reality of the matter is very, very few people have a show like this. We're talking about numbers around the world. So when you stand out and make yourself stand out because you are a writer and you're doing an article or you got a podcast or you got a show, you stand out. You are different. Don't feel like just because you know three other four people that are doing it, everybody's doing it. It's not true. It's not true. If you do it, you are going to stand out. Remember, we live in a world where people can't figure out how to do email or get on a Zoom call. You've run into them. You know who I'm talking about. If you're watching this show, you know you might be one of them. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is you do this, you put yourself out there, you are going to be um, in in some some rarefied air. You, well, I, I want to add to that real quick, and I don't mean to yeah, jump yeah. in, but but yeah, you're absolutely right. Think about it. There's only there's two million podcasts out there. Okay, roughly about two million mm -hmm. podcasts. Okay, and that may seem like a lot, but there's what seven billion people on the planet, something like that. Some crazy, you know, like seven eight billion people. And how when many podcasts that, you, last beyond like six, exactly seven eight nine episodes? Absolutely. Here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they only last a few episodes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So you just you just hang in there, and you're you're in more rarefied air, even beyond. You get to episode number ten, and you're like <laughs> in the top one percent, right? That's the big deal. All right, um, who else wanted to jump in? I lost track here. I'm trying to get, chase. I know that, Kevin. Go ahead, Steve. 
So, so Cameron, hey, it looks like we need to have more fun on the show. You know, that's what that's what Trevor just told us, right? We need a money gun on the show or something like like he has, right? But uh, absolutely for sure, and we need to definitely uh, take take heed to that because yeah, we don't want to just be talking heads. We want to have fun for sure. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so so here's what I say to attracting. You know what what the viewers can do to attract the right influential people in their life. Number one, always grow you. I said it before, right? You're not going to attract who you aren't, right? You need to be the best version of you. So always grow you. Second thing I'm going to recommend is please be authentic. Please be the real you. Don't try to be some fake version of you, right? There's a, I, I wouldn't say as much of that going on on LinkedIn, but there's definitely a lot of that on other social medias, right? People want to give like the, the one and a half percent version of what their life is. Their life's falling apart, but they, you know they're in Mexico or Cancun. You know that's their life, right? Yeah, sure. It's like one quarter, one percent of their life, and and you know they just put on a credit card, so now they're going to be in you know thirty thousand dollars debt for the next five years or or whatever, right? Um, so just be authentic, right? The last thing I'll say is figure out who you want around you. Uh, hopefully, you guys have read the book uh, by Darren Hardy called The Compound Effect, and in the book, it kind of blew my mind. A lot of times you may hear this, right? If you want to, you know, and, and I'm married, so I'm not not speaking to me. But, you know, if you want to find a wife or a husband, you know, what the advice is, is they say, write down, you know, what you're looking for in a, in a husband or wife that you're. And he wrote in the book, he wrote, I wrote down who I need to be to attract the right woman in my life. So make sure you're writing down, number one, who you want to be. And number two, who Love you that. want to attract. And the right people through the law of attraction. Uh, you know, I know you, uh, uh, Michelle talked about lots of laws. I love that, by the way. I didn't get to comment. The law of connection. I love that. So um, we'll have to collaborate. Maybe we'll, we'll collaborate on a book on that or something. But but the law of, of attraction, obviously, it, 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 it applies here for that as well. Be who you want to be. Speak who you want. Write it down. Right. Scriptural. Right. Write it down on tablets. And, uh, you know, and, and, and the right people will come. I love what, what Trevor said. I think he said it backstage. He said, if you build it, they will come, right? So I love it. So that, that's my recommendation. And, and there's people that don't agree with that, by the way. There's people that are like, no, we got to go find, you know, exactly the right thing. I'm going to make the perfect thing by finding out all the things. And, and you know, there's, there's, there's more than one way to do it. But Guys, you got to push that button. It's it's not going to be yeah. perfect. You can just get started and, and people will come and you'll get guidance along the way. We're, we're seeking guidance all the time. Matter of fact, if you're watching this show today, give us some guidance. We'd love to know how we can make it better, right? And you don't always hear those comments. So by asking for that feedback, there was somebody in the comments earlier that said, you know, the, the answer is always no if you don't ask, right? The answer is always no, and and you don't get the feedback that you don't ask for, right? You know, it's just just one of those things. And uh, people talk about getting, um, you know, negative feedback, negative comments on social media. I can say being in the business content, not the entertainment content of the world, because I think that's a different place uh, if you're dancing and doing different funny stuff on TikTok and whatnot. But being in the business and education side of, of broadcasting, there's not a whole lot of like people downing us and being negative with us and so we're, we're eager for the feedback we're like looking for it. and so you have to you have to ask for it you have to pull it out um we're in a place i don't know if anybody else wanted to jump in on what people can do uh, to sort of attract stuff but i wanted to 
talk to the issue of your ability, right? So what do you know? What what does that piece play in who you know? How important is it for you to be a competent operator within your network? Because I think we're going to get down into the nitty gritty of, all right, I need to know people. And Teddy talked to it earlier, right? Hard to, you know, talk to the masses and talk to everybody, but we're, we're challenged with that. We want to grow our network. How do we keep track of folks? How do we you know, competently bring people into our know, like, and trust. So what are some tools and devices that we're using so that we can get to this place where not only, because I know I've done a pretty good job of letting people know, people know in my network, I was at an event the other day and I'm going to have a little red on my face, egg on my face, but I was walking around and people knew my name and I was struggling remembering their name. So what, what are you doing so that you know people and you have those relationships where you know them well? Because I feel like I'm a better operator when I know and recognize people, uh, their names, what they do. How do you kind of keep all this stuff together? All right, I've thrown a lot out there. Who wants to jump in? Teddy wants to go. Go ahead, Teddy. So years ago, I was walking past a car at a grocery store and uh, actually, no, I was I was the one putting seat, uh, stuff in the back of the seat. And this lady walked behind me with her uh, with her mother. And she goes, Teddy Burris, you said you were going to call me. And I was hot and frustrated trying to get something in the back of the car. I turned around, looked her right in the face, and I couldn't remember who she was. And she saw it on my face exactly like that. She goes, oh, my God, not only did you not call me back, but you don't know who I am. And she proceeded to cajole with me in front of her mother. And that reminded me that the most important thing I can do, I can work hard to do, is try to remember people's names. And it is, it's an effort. There's lots of tactics and, and, and processes we can do to do that. But that's important. Really, no, uh, Dale Carnegie said to Trevor, his name in any language or font, added by Teddy, is important. I've got to know Trevor's name and Michelle's name. Uh, knowing someone's name and using their name is important in developing trust and respect with them and appreciation. So in the context of, you know, how do you get another one more tip about how to get the right people to uh, into your network? And that is to make sure your conversations are focused. You can't be the jack of trades of everything. If you're focused on a particular area in business or life or community or career, then make sure your conversations that you go to get into and the conversations that you start are relevant to that goal, to that topic. And that can make a big difference in the value of your network as you're also trying to always remember what is their name and how to spell it. Love it. Love it. What, what other tools are folks using to kind of hold on to the people within their network. Steve, I know you wanted to jump in. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to let Michelle go, but I'll, I'll go. That's fine. Um, <laughs> can, nope. I can put Michelle. I got the button to put Michelle on the screen. <laughs> sure. Let, let Michelle go. It's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ladies first. Okay. Well, thank you, Steve. Um, that's a great question, right? We're going miles a minute and it's so easy to forget. How many times do we make a connection on LinkedIn and then um, we forget about people like, oh, we have a good synergy in the message thing. I do a couple things if they're relevant and I have time and I'm actually going to start making time every month to have 
some calls with people, you know, so it's set. And I know I've outlined this day to do calls just like Steve and I did. It's exactly like Steve and I did. But for the people that you could never seem to do, I have started making a list. Now you can do a, uh, you know, there's tools and stuff like that. I just do a plain Google sheet because there's a million tech out there and I'm very much in the tech, but sometimes plain and simple is all we need. I'm, I'm sure to just write it out what I want to follow up with, what can we do? And I put like, Teddy, put those goals, put those future things. Cause there's so many times we talk about, oh, you should be in my podcast. I'll, I'll do yours. We, we forget. And I'll tell you another thing. How many times have we been on LinkedIn and you completely, I, this has happened to me. I blanked out on someone's name. I blanked out and I know that I can help them or they can help me and whatever. And we forget. So when we're going a mile a minute, making these connections, building our community, we're only human. It's so easy to forget. So write that down and write the intention, how they can help you and how you can help them. And then make a date, set a date in the next 30, 60, whatever, 90 days. And don't let that connection die. That's the most important thing. I love that. And I'm done. Yeah, visualization, right? Writing it down. How do you learn? Are you a visual learner, physical learner, right? Yes. Leaning into that stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, so I think I think uh, all great suggestions. One thing that I do personally is when I connect with somebody off of offline, whether it be uh, through being out in a community networking event or through LinkedIn. Um, if again, if I feel that there's somebody that I want to you know add value in my life, they get added to my phone. Their picture, it could be their LinkedIn profile picture, gets put into my contacts. Um, and, and I'm taking notes and I, and you know, it's funny. I had a, we're talking about stories. I had a, I had a conversation like Michelle and I, and every one of the, the panelists here and I, you know, we, we had individually and the, the, the young lady afterwards, she's like, I was really offended because you were texting the whole time where I was talking. And I meant to tell her I should have, and I started to do that now that I actually, I say, listen, I look like I'm texting, but I'm actually taking notes, putting it in my phone about our conversation. And so I, I do that. And so I, I attempted, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but I actually uh, took Michelle's contact, sent it to myself. I'll see if I could share it, but you'll see her picture, her name, her email address and notes that I took from our conversation. And to me, just in physically doing that, you're going to up your level of knowing people more, more, don't take it wrong, intimately, but you know, where you're not going to forget them. You're going to have contact context, right? So if for some reason, if I, if I saw Michelle and I, out of context, maybe we saw each other somehow when I was down in Florida, I'd be like, and maybe I remember something, um, you know, and, and so I could go search my notes. And if there's one key phrase of, of something I wrote in my notes, her, her contact information will pop right up. That's what I love about the iPhone. I don't know if the droid is like that, but it's great. So one little thing, and you could, I could pop up her contact or pictures right there. Yes, that's her, Michelle, Michelle Griffin. Okay, but you know, it's great. I, to, that's, a, that's a little technique or tool that I use to make sure I get to know people effectively. I love that. There's some simple text tools that, that, that'll make your life easier. Trevor, I know you want to jump in. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say I totally agree with Steve. Uh, and I would say, Cameron, uh, you had mentioned a story about, you know, the you didn't remember the person's name, right? Um, you, you're doing it right, actually, if you if you don't remember their name. And let me let me explain to you why. This is like an old school versus a new school way of doing business. Um, I've had this conversation before where it's like, 
oh, keep your network super tight. You know, I, I need to know and actually have this relationship and actually know these people and stuff like that. And, and my argument to that is like, okay, it's all about impact, right? And so you can keep it tight and keep it close and like know and, and, and have, have that really close knit relationship, or we can, we can take a different approach and let's say Tony Robbins. Okay. Do you think Tony Robbins knows the millions of followers? Does he know every single one of their names? Does he know every single one? No, of course not. But he's able to have a massive impact in people's lives. He doesn't know everybody's name, right? The fact that people know his name and he doesn't know their name is a good thing. Like it's a positive. It means he's making impact, global impact, right? And, but, but to Steve's point, I, I bet he also has a CRM, okay? He's got a system. He's got tools, client management systems that can, uh, he can put notes in, you know, we can, we can, you can, there's ways that you can, you know, not forget conversations that you've had and be able to log your information and, and know how you can best serve someone. Um, because once your network gets to a certain size, it's, it, it becomes impossible, right? When you start to get, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers or millions of followers, it gets to a point where you, you can't know everyone's name. You're never going to. But I would much rather have the impact of a Tony Robbins than keep it so tight where no one really knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep it so small. Like, you got to be thinking, are you thinking big or are you thinking small? Right? No, I, I love it. And I and I can't wait till I got the uh, equivalent of the Google Glass that you're, I see you and the name pops up and, and, and all that stuff, right? You know, and the and the notes and, and everything, right? You know, the technology tools are great. And I, I often find myself, I'm in places and I'm like, who is this? I'm at the Boy Scout meeting. I'm in my emails like, what was the name? Right. And I'm going through and you just use the tools at your at your disposal. And then I'm saying all this, but there is always the what's your name again? Because that is a compliment in itself when you ask somebody what their name is, because God forbid you call them something that is not right. <laughs> and second, you know, the, the fact that you're taking the time to be concerned, it's it's a big thing. And you may feel like, oh, man, I'm asking this person for the second or the third time. But if you're developing a relationship and you're you're authentic about it, people aren't going to mind that. I find I don't mind when people ask me my name. And so thinking about, you know, there's only one person that we all can change here today, and that's ourselves, right? And so if we get better at being a little bit more kind and authentic with ourselves, right, uh, we, we can be kind and authentic with other people. I love that. I want to mention some of our, where we're getting to the end of the show, I want to give everybody an opportunity just to uh, let people know where folks can find them. Obviously, down uh, off onto the side of the screen, you can find everybody's LinkedIn address, but we'll go around. I just wanted to make sure I got to some of these amazing comments. Uh, first of all, I want to be helpful. Uh, Teresa is looking for somebody uh, in the e-design business. She's looking to transition her interior design in person to business to an to a e-commerce business. So uh, folks, if you got a contact for reach out, Teresa Caravella, is there anyone out there to give some good advice on moving my interior design business to an e-commerce e-design business? Um, and then we got some, some great uh, comments here. Stop obsessing. Michelle says, over what you think your audience wants to see here, be yourself, allow yourself to be a little vulnerable and watch how you attract your people. Love that stuff. And then uh, this is good. I want to mention this one. Um, I know uh, Trevor be uh, all about this. Putting your, your best foot 
forward sometimes means being strategic in, in what you sort of say. So Christopher sort of talking about sometimes being too honest or true to yourself can leave your susceptible in interviews as to how the interviews may gain perceptions of you and not always guaranteed to be positive to move forward in hiring process. Perhaps interviewers can be turned off by some element of what you convey while being your true self. So maybe keep your trueness to limit or focus basis and focus on what they are looking for and relevant to the job position or career opportunity and leverage those aspects. So I think there's a way uh, to kind of balance this line and sort of also make sure that if you're in a place where you can't be yourself, you may not be in the right place. Yeah, I would I would love to just kind of add in on that real quick. Please, please. Uh, I think that when people get into the job search mode, they want to put their tie on and and just they want to just try to there's like they have to be this certain kind of way. And that's actually not what the employers are looking for, especially in the interview stage, because if they've brought you in for an interview, they already know that you have the skills based off of your resume. They've already, you know, it's already gone through the ATS. They've already reviewed it. You have on paper, you have what it takes. Okay. Now they are trying to figure out if they want you, the human, the person, the actual human being, the vessel. Okay. Not the paper. We already got the paper. The paper says you can do the job. I want to know, can, can Steve do the job? Right. I want to know if it's him, if is he the person? So you got to show them who you are. Don't go in there all, you know, trying to be so professional and being who, you know, somebody else, you're not going to give them the true, the, you're, you're the true person. Be yourself. Tr trust me. Authenticity always wins and they can smell through all that. Anyways, if you're trying to be something you're not, they'll smell through it. So authenticity is what I'm going to say. And to, to that absolute point, I tell a funny story about this because I like, I just happen to like getting dressed up. So I showed up to an interview in my three-piece suit. President of the company leans his head in the door and says, he's overdressed. No, just shuts that down. He doesn't let me into the company. So researching where you are, making sure it's the right fit is a really, really big deal. Show up, be your authentic self, but make sure you're showing up in a place where uh, that's where you want to be. That's that's a good fit. Um, and, you know, I, if, if it was somebody else, they were dressing up for the part, trying to be what they were not. That guy was going to throw them out regardless. Right. And they didn't you didn't need to do all that. So just knowing where you are is, is a big deal. Uh, we've got some more comments here. I'm going to go through. Becky says uh, or Michelle says, um, uh, I was the poster child for imposter syndrome for over 15 years. It almost destroyed me. I started commenting on other posts and very slowly allowed myself to be honest versus fluffing up my answers. The incredible, smart, I'm human. Love, love, love some of these quotes. Uh, we're, we're really at the, the end of the show here. I just want to go quickly around to our panelists, uh, get some closing out remarks. Uh, if there's any place you want to send them to, obviously you can connect with our folks here, uh, expert panelists on LinkedIn, but let us know uh, if there's a website or anything that you got going on for them to go through. I'll go, go in alphabetical order here, Michelle, get us started. Great. I can't thank you enough for being here. What a conversation. Real quick, you want to make people feel good? Grow your connection, grow your community, build that brand, because that's going to take you to be like you got people know you so you can make a bigger impact influence. So I'd love to connect with you. I'm always giving daily insights to help you put yourself out there. You can connect with me at Michelle B. Griffin, or you can go to MichelleBGriffin.com. And there I am. I'd love to meet you. Thank you so much for having me here. Thanks, Michelle. Go ahead, Teddy. You know, I, um, 
I love the conversation. So thanks for having me be a part of today. When my first book called Networking for Mutual Benefit, I came up with an edict that I live by. And the edict is this. Networking is finding, developing, and nurturing relationships that mutually move people forward through life. Think that way when you're networking instead of thinking about, I need to achieve this goal. Think about connecting with another human and developing some level of trust, respect, and like. And you can absolutely move yourself forward if you do that consistently. Look, I'm all about uh, connecting. I'm all about uh, sharing lots of content. You want to uh, interested in a conversation with me, interested in what I share, my ideas, just do a Google search for T.L. Burris, uh, T-L-B-U-R-R-I-S-S. If you can't find me with T.L. Burris, then I'm failing everybody again. Thanks for letting me show up today. Love that, Teddy. Go ahead, Trevor. So uh, really appreciate the opportunity to come speak to your audience here, guys. Um, for those of you that uh, have heard of the Who You Know show, the Who You Know Job Networking show, you can come connect with it at whoyouknow.show. Uh, or you can even go to our mobile app. You can get that on Android and uh, Apple. Just go uh, search Who You Know Show. And guys, we've got all kinds of stuff going on, events, training, uh, everything we do is free for the community. Um, come connect with us there, and, and the mobile app's a great way to do that. All right, Steven's going to lead us out here. Absolutely. Well, this is a this is a tremendous show, and I'm uh, I'm so uh, grateful and thankful that uh, that Teddy, Trevor, and Michelle, you guys uh, did an incredible job and added such incredible value to our to our community. And um, you know, hopefully, everyone listening to the show, and and by the way, if you're watching it on the rebroadcast, um, make sure you hit uh, what is it at hashtag replay. replay. Hashtag replay. Because um, you go rewatch this if you missed it. And uh, hopefully you're adding value. It's getting value for you as well. But um, yeah, so you know our our mission on on this show is to really be the light, and inspire you. Hopefully this this uh, show, I believe it, it inspired me. It added value to me. So hopefully if it did for me, it did for you as well. And and just very grateful and grateful, Cameron. Again, I said you know I couldn't do the show without you. Appreciate all that you do, and um, it's exciting to have you know uh, incredible uh, opportunity to do this every week. So we're back again next week with. Um, Another incredible panelist, and uh, let me see if you, you don't know if you have it handy. I am looking real quick here. We've got ten uh, four creating community with content. So mm. kind of, kind of, we kind of touched on some of that today, but now we're really going to dive in there. We've got Leslie Venets, uh, Kevin Lee, and Deanna Russo. Amazing panelists. Don't miss it. One o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss it. It's going to be incredible. Uh, but in the meanwhile, we want to we want to take you out, and uh, we we do it in a in our traditional way with a with everyone's going to shout out, crush it, and uh, so I'm going to do a countdown here. So five, four, four three, three, two, two one, crush it! Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing. We will be back next week, October fourth, creating community with content. We're looking forward to seeing you there. Thank you for being a part of our community. Thank you for being part of the positivity and a part of the light. We love you. We will see you next week. LinkedIn, we are going to fire up your Monday. With Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. I am Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively. 
see us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready. Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro, who went from being shy and introverted to the master connector.